0: Welcome to Church Project. Um, Sorry, I just have to take a moment here. I'm always humbled to have the ability to speak from God's word. I'll pull it together. Just give me a second here. (laughs) It's always humbling to come up after worship. communicate his word like what can I add I mean we said it all this life is about God and our ability to worship him I'm back And so, Jeremy and team, when you guys just sing, worship to God it's humbling. Uh, that, that's what all this is about. It's about worshiping God. It's about having a deep relationship with Him. It's about each of us personally, on our own, spending time with our Creator and our Maker and letting Him just massage the wounds, heal the pains, and and search you with love and purpose and meaning and identity. And then we get to come together and do this thing. Sunday mornings, we get to do this thing together. And we get to raise our hands and say, God, thank you for who you are, what you've done, what you mean to me in my life. And that's my prayer for every one of us, myself, our our elders, for every one of us, that we come in here alive as individuals. And then what God does corporately is just phenomenal. So my prayer this morning is that no matter how you came in, you you come in ready to hear God's word and and asking, Holy Spirit, teach me, like guide me this morning in beautiful ways and meet me exactly where I'm at this morning. Okay, now let's act like I just came up. (laughs) Welcome to Church Project. My name is Aaron. I'm, I'm glad that you're here today. If you don't have a Bible there's a Bible in the road next to you, and there's Bibles on the, on the lamps on either side, and so that's our gift to you if you don't own a Bible. Uh, we, we study this Bible deeply. We want to know the truths that are in this Bible, and, and typically what we do is we, it's called expository teaching. We go verse by verse through an entire book, but you have caught us in one of our rare series occasionally we'll stop and we'll do a series for a few weeks. And we started a series called Renew two weeks ago and and spoke on that. And then last week, Pastor Darren Glaghorn from the Cowboy Church was here, did a phenomenal job. And and today I'm going to do the third part of, of this Renew series. And I I pray that for each one of you, you are renewed this morning. And as you move forward and and head forward with your day, you continue to be renewed and focused on Christ today. So we hit a pause on going through books and studying them. We'll be back very soon in, in another book, which I'll announce shortly what book we're going to start studying as a church. But one of the reasons we hit a pause is that our lives move at breakneck speeds. I mean, I'm pumped to see all of our college students back, and I even got a, another letter. I wish, I wish you guys would get these letters as well, but I don't know who wrote this and put it over here. But I've got like four of these this, this week, and it's from our college people that have, have been on mission this whole summer. Um, camps and wherever. I can't even announce. Where you, where'd you go, Carl? Slo- Slovakia like all over the place, and so I get to see these little thank you notes, and and, and thank you guys, I'm glad that you're back, women and and men, and church, just know it's an honor to be able to send these young ladies and men out, and to to partner with effective ministries, but here's the deal, at the end of the day, all of us move at at neck-breaking speeds. I mean, you could get to the end of the summer and be on however many countries and however many students you had at camp and and moving our jobs and doing this and houses and, I mean, church project, our people, we move and we move fast. I think that's really America. America moves and America moves fast and we can get to the end of the summer and kind of look up and go, what happened? Where am I? Who, Who am I? Some of us are asking. And so, really, as we prayed about what to talk about, I mean, God was revealing to us very clearly, we need to take a couple weeks, and we need just to call it Renew. Renew. Some of us, we've been moving so fast that we need to be renewed. If you were here the first week um, that I spoke, I spoke and I said, Hey, Satan is serving up a cocktail. I mean, it's a good-tasting cocktail. And we, we purposely, we belly up to the bar on our, on our own, and we get this cocktail that Satan throws our way, and he just slides it down, and, and it's a mixture, this cocktail. One part is busyness, he puts one part busyness in there, and then one part of it is law covenant, and he just mixes it up, stirs it ever so slightly, and slaws it down slides it down our way, and, and we partake of this drink willingly. We, we get so busy and we get so driven by doing, doing, doing that we just belly up to this, this bar. And Satan knows that as long as we are sprinting through life and beating ourselves up because we don't amount or we didn't do that or we did do that again, as long as we keep drinking this drink, he's got us beat. And he doesn't even need to beat us up. We beat ourselves up. We get so busy and we're so worried about a checklist of things to do that we beat ourselves up. We will be self defeated. And if we can be too busy to be still, if we can be too busy to
1: be still, and we can forget who we are in Christ, Satan has won. Church, let's be still. Let's know that God is good. Let's know who we are in Christ. Let's
0: push back from that bar that Satan set up and say, no, thank you for that tasty cocktail. Let's go for something else. In fear, we work for what we have already been given. I want to say that again. In fear, we work for what we've already been given. It's like we've been given a title, sons and daughters of God. Yet, yet some of us live like tomorrow morning we got to work up, we got to wake up, and we got to do all the right things so we can gain what we've already been given in Christ. In fear, we work for what we have already been given. In shame, we believe the aliases that the world is telling us we are. Fear will get us to wake up tomorrow morning and to work for God's approval. And shame will wake us up tomorrow morning and we'll be believing the aliases that the world tells us we are, all along forgetting that we are sons and daughters of a king. Oh, Satan's sneaky, isn't he? He loves this cocktail. He loves mixing it up. And he loves sliding in our way and watching what I do with it. I will beat myself up out of fear and shame. And I will walk in aliases that are not me, given by other people and given by Satan. When I was in third grade, is Carl in here? Carl, Carl are you in here? No, all right. When I was in third grade, come on, you got to stay strong. I was given Dallas Cowboy pajamas. I think they were on the, the sales rack at Sears. And so my parents thought, why not? I don't know why I got Dallas Cowboy pajamas, but I got Dallas Cowboy pajamas. And John, that's a good thing. That's not bad okay? Third grade. So I was a Dallas Cowboy fan from the beginning, third grade. Here we go. But then sometime around fifth grade, my friend Jonathan, he was also a Dallas Cowboy fan. I'm not really sure why, but he was a Dallas Cowboy fan. He got a piece of the turf. They, they had a new field. And Jonathan got a piece of the turf. You ever seen one of these? Like a turf from your favorite sports team or whatever? He got a piece of, a, of the Dallas Cowboy turf. Not only that, Jonathan Almanzar had a Danny White jersey. I didn't have no Danny White jersey. I just had sail rack Dallas Cowboy pajamas. And I, and I began to question am I a true fan? Am I a true fan? I don't have turf. I don't have a Danny White jersey. Didn't matter what I was wearing, what I didn't have or did have. I was just a fan. I was just cheering for the Dallas Cowboys. No going and buying a turf or getting another sports jersey would make me more of a fan or less of a fan. The fact was I was cheering for a team. I could I could I could relate to that team. America's team. <laughs> I'm walking dangerous gown, Carl. Hey, that's all I can do, bro. Anything else is gonna be a riot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's bring it back in here, sorry. I am a child of God. I I am worthy. I have been bought with a price. And yes, God has this picture, a picture of me on his refrigerator. Like he madly loves me. There's nothing I'm going to do or not do that's going to earn that love. There's no piece of turf I can buy that gets me to a,
1: a higher level of heaven and, and more in love with God. Like, if that's it. Bottom line.
0: I am a child of God. Remember this as, as we're moving into this series, we're actually wrapping up this series of Renew, that Satan is continually sliding you this cocktail, and he's sliding you a cocktail of busyness. And some of us, the busyness of our life are good things. Like we're moving and we're doing awesome things and mission trips and church set up. Chad Harding, the chairs look good today. Very good. We're moving. We're doing stuff all the time. But then Satan also knows that that's not enough. So he slides this like law covenant that says, hey, you've got to do this, do this, do this. And so now we're never enough. We wake up tomorrow morning and we're exhausted and our identity is found in what we've been doing instead of being a child of a king. Church, warning, warning, warning. If we ever find our identity more in what we do, than who we are and whose we are, we're bellied up to the bar of Satan. My prayer is that we would be renewed. We would see ourselves with our true identity that God has given us. As I was preparing this message, it, it was really unclear the direction I felt God was taking us for this message this week. The series started out if you, you were here, the series started out and we told you to hashtag your pictures. That's awesome. To Renew CP. Like, take pictures of you doing something that you love to do and post them on social media with hashtag Renew CP. And that was beautiful. I love seeing some of those pictures. Things that give us life. And I would say, keep posting those pictures. Hashtag Renew CP. Don't know how it works, but just keep doing it. It's, it was fun to see you. And it was fun for me also Picturing or posting these pictures of us um, in the Creator's creation, enjoying life. It was fun, and it continues to be fun seeing that, just being. Those moments that you would post, uh, I, I keep thinking of yours, Christina, with your feet propped up and the horse running in the background. And I'm thinking, that is a child, that is a daughter of a king sitting in the Creator's creation, enjoying the creation, and just being. And if we could just get those snapshots of being in those moments, it's beautiful. So keep, keep posting that. We need more of that. So as I was praying about the direction to take this message and where I should go, I had no idea. I picked up my Bible and I started reading. And this is what I read. How cool is this? I, part of my Bible reading is that I'll just grab a Psalms and I'll grab a Proverbs and I'll read a chapter a day. And then I'll kind of popcorn all around. But those are pretty consistent in my life. I'll read a chapter of Psalms, a chapter of Proverbs, and it's kind of cute. But this, this, I'm struggling with what to say for the message, and I pick up, and this is what I read. And it's Psalms 118, which I'm kind of dreading Psalms 119 because that's super long. That's coming up, but Psalms 118, and I start reading, I get to verse 3, and have you ever had those moments in, in your life where it was like God made it so clear he was talking to you? I need these moments in my life often, and so I start Psalms 118, I get to verse 3, and by the way, my, my name's Aaron, this is what verse 3 says, let the house of Aaron say, I'm listening God, his, his steadfast love endures forever. I mean, you keep going on in the chapter, but unless your name's Aaron, you're probably going to keep going. I'm like, okay, God, I'm listening. Let the house of Aaron say his steadfast love endures forever. What a deep truth for all of us. I mean, put Carl there, you know, put put your name there. Let the house of Austin say his steadfast love endures forever through all things good and bad, the highs, the lows, everything. Let us say his steadfast love endures forever as we move about life, busy. I have lived and vacationed in some beautiful places. Probably you as well. I have experienced some amazing things in life. I have put my trust, um, or I would say if I would put my trust in those things, Or those places, I would be left empty. Some of you are looking at me and going, man, Aaron, you look really good with scrub on your face. I do. I look good with this scrub on my face. Part of it is, I'm renting a Harley Davidson for three days this week. I just have to, yeah, I just got to go out and do that. And and I got to look tough. So, you know, hopefully by Wednesday I look really, really tough. You know, I'll have my scrub and I'll be looking good. But Wednesday, as I pull out, I get to go on this three-day ride or two-day ride with my dad, and we got these big Harleys, and we'll be, you know, doing that old thing and waving at the bikers and all that stuff, and, and I've already, I've already, I've already got my route planned. I'm going through the mountains, and hopefully I don't hit snow, and and don't worry, I bought the, you know, the clothes with the pads, so if I crash, hopefully I'm okay. But if not, someone else will be here next week and it'll be okay. But just, just, just know this, like, I'm going to be going through some beautiful parts of Colorado. I'm going to be renewing myself as well. But as I go, if you know, you've you ever been on a motorcycle in the mountains, I mean, the grandeur of it is just, it's awe-inspiring. And as humans, we're created for awe. Like we're created for moments of awe, to be captured by awe, to be in that moment. And my prayer is as I go out that I will be in the creation worshiping the creator. Never will the Harley or that moment be more glorious or the mountains be more glorious than God himself. Never never will that sunset leave me in awe of the sunset. But my prayer is that the sunset in that moment leaves me in awe of the creator. To be reminded In the smallest way possible and in the grandest way possible that let the house of Aaron say his steadfast love endures forever. If I I put my trust in the moments of renewal, if I put my trust in the beauty of nature, if I put my trust in those things, it will leave me empty. Worshipping experiences and creation will only lead to worship and depleted existence. Void worship. Meaningless worship. True renewal comes in the face of my king. When that created thing points to the grandeur of God, that's true worship. So don't look horizontally for what we can only get vertically. There's no way we can be renewed by sitting in a hammock for four hours. That... That might slow us down and cause us to be still. To do what? To focus on the face of our king. No hammock has the power to renew me. No motorcycle has the power to renew me. Now those are great tools to slow down and to be reminded and to be awestruck by the power of God. God has given us mononic devices, the things that everywhere remind us of his glory and goodness and greatness. So when we see that moment this week or we're experiencing something incredible, something that renews us, or as we're having fun, college students doing whatever we do or wherever we go, may we be reminded that these are just devices that God has created to put in our life for our enjoyment. Why? So that we would turn in our awe of him and we would worship him. Not that moment. Not actually even being physically renewed, but being spiritually renewed. That's a good amen. So, in the massive thunder that shook my house this week, did it shake your house as well? In that massive thunder, we are reminded of His limitless power. That thunder is there for a reason. To remind us Of his limitless power. And in the dancing lightning. That danced with the thunder. We are reminded of his beauty. And in the sunrise. And in the sunset.
1: We are reminded that his mercies are new. Every morning. So when you're captivated this week. By being renewed. In those glorious moments.
0: May they be nothing more than devices to remind you of his greatness.
1: I have a question. Do you feel empty? Tired? Frustrated? Done? Confused? Worried? (laughs) How do you feel? What are you going through at this moment? This is your verse. Matthew 11:28 Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Matthew 11:28 Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest.
0: Come to me, all who are tired, frustrated, angry, bleepity bleeped, whatever, fill in the blank, and I will give you rest. Sign me up for that. I mean, sign me up for that. May the house of Aaron be reminded that in his steadfast love will endure forever and that as I approach my king that he will give me rest both physically and he will give me rest spiritually and our job is to go to our king and to be reminded of his greatness. In week one, we we went through Psalms 51, and I would like us to open our Bible again. It's on page 325 of the Blue Bible, Psalms 51. I want to talk a few minutes on this, and, and I want to just kind of parallel it with this theme of being renewed, and I want to revisit this again because I think it's powerful. The two verses or the two pieces of Scripture we shared in week one, I want to get back to again. And here's the two verses so you can kind of get to them Psalms 51, and then we're going to go to 2 Corinthians chapter 3. And so you can put your finger in both of those. 2 Corinthians is on page 667, and Psalms 51 is on page 325. Let's look at Psalms 51. And may I be, remind you that Psalms 51 is, is written right after David had committed, committed adultery with Bathsheba. Oh yeah, and had her husband killed. Pretty bad scenario. And David writes Psalms 51, and look how he starts. He says in verse 1, Have mercy on
1: me, O God. This week, as we seek the face of our king, It opens
0: our heart and it opens our mind to say, God, search me if there's anything in me that's not right, that's not according to your word and your will in my life. Have mercy on me, oh God. Please forgive me from this great sin in my life, the way that I'm living, the way that I'm doing, that doesn't align my my life with you. And as David looks at murder and adultery, what does he do? He cries out and says, have mercy on me, oh God, according to your unfailing love. Your what? What? unfailing love, love that never ends. Church, his love never ends, regardless of the action, his love never ends. Amen, that's good truth. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love, according to your great compassion. Blot out my transgressions. God, please forgive me of these things. And in verse 2, wash away my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. And so you see David calling out to God and saying, God, I come before you. Please cleanse me from this sin. And then we see over the next From verse 3 to verse 9, we see um, a worst-case scenario. We see what he's talking about and living. But then we get to verse 10. And if you remember, you were here two weeks ago. This is where we need to get. We need to get to the point where we approach God and we align our life with him and our hearts with him. But we don't stop there. We continue to pursue him, to worship him, to be in awe of him. We get in verse 10 and it says, Create in me a pure heart, O God. And renew a steadfast spirit within me. Can you already feel the weight being lifted? Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. But God, I pray, restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. Wow. May we model our life after what David just shows us here in in 51. And when we wake up tomorrow morning or Tuesday morning and we have regrets from today, may we approach God humbly and may we ask God to renew us Renew our spirit, renew our mind, renew, remove, take away, to restore, to remind us who we are, so no we're not bellied up to Satan's bar, believing the aliases that the world has told us we are. That will never amount, that God doesn't love us, on and on and on, we can believe the lies. Church, may we ask God, create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Now I want to jump over to 2 Corinthians here. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16 to 18. It's in page 667. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16. Whenever anyone turns to the Lord. Wow, that's pretty all-inclusive, isn't it? Whenever anyone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Our eyes are opened. Now the Lord is spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom, church. Amen. We turn to the Lord. The veil is taken from our eyes. Wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we can see it. We can experience it. We can walk with it. It's part of who we are. It's our identity. It's not an alias that Satan has given us. It's God's Word. It's truth. It's our true identity. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. We now see things that we could have, we never could see before. Because His Spirit is revealing it to us in our lives. And we all who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory are being transformed into His image with ever-increasing glory which comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. So as we sit in our hammocks, ride our motorcycles, watch our horses, Slow this this neck-breaking pace down. Take moments in the day to focus in on Christ and to be restored physically. What does he do to us spiritually? He restores us spiritually. Our eyes begin to see things that we could never see before because his spirit is prompting in us, in the stillness in those moments, teaching us, making us more like him every single day. What an incredible promise. That as we focus on God, He focuses on us and renews our spirit. We are created for awe. We are created human beings to worship. We are created to experience things. How many of you like to experience things? Whatever it may be. It just may be vanilla ice cream with chocolate. Wow, that's a boring experience, but good for you. It may be Harleys in the mountain. It may be ziplining. It may be skydiving. You can indoor skydiving. Like, ooh, no. We're created to experience things. We love to experience things, even if it's just the holding of a brand new baby, which is glorious. Like, we're created to awe, to worship, to experience. The problem is, if our souls are distracted, we're still going to be empty in these experiences, it could, be the, it could be the new baby in our arms. The most glorious experience that you could ever imagine. And in the middle of experiencing that, living in that mansion, driving that car, having that hot spouse in the middle of all those things that we said would ever fulfill us, if our souls are distracted, we're going to find out that we long for more and we will never be filled. We will only live empty. We're created to awe, And only in His Spirit is freedom. Only when we focus on Christ can we be in awe. Can we be renewed. Last week, if you were here, Pastor Darren Glayhorn got an incredible message. And one of the things he said was that faith, faith is the vehicle for God's grace. Like there's faith, like we have faith, there's God's grace. And, and God, we're calling upon that grace to come into our life. We're calling for that in our life and, and we have to be willing and we have to be obedient We have to be willing and obedient in order to experience his grace and that faith in our life. We have to be willing and obedient. So I ask this, are you willing to wake up early and spend
1: quiet time with your king? Will you be obedient to his word and his spirit?
0: Some of you may not be morning people, I get it. Are you willing to daily... Let his mercies be renewed in you as you obediently wake up and spend time with your king and to renew your spirit. There's no way you can help a single person if you are dry. There's no way you can go and speak life into dead areas if you are dry. There's no way that you can give hope if you are dry. It is imperative that every morning we're obedient. We're waking up and spending time with our king. Soaking in his word and soaking in his renewal.
1: True renewal only comes in the still, quiet moments with our king. And that's not
0: just externally speaking. It could be the loudest thing you've ever heard. It could be chaos everywhere. But you could still be still with your king. Still be still. I should have thought of other words. You can remain still in the chaos of life. That's where true renewal is found. Though the sands may shift, I, sur- I firmly plant my feet on the rock of my king. Lead me to the rock
1: of my savior. The bottle is empty. Earthly relationships are empty. Chasing. Chasing. The next adventure is empty. Stockpiling money is empty.
0: And yes, even hostess ding-dong cakes are empty, believe it or not.
1: College students, enjoy life and worship God. Be in awe of who He is. Singles. Seek him first and foremost in your life. Trusting his plan for your life. Married couples. Put him above your spouse and kids. Be in awe of who he is. Sage age, that means old folks.
0: Run strong, lead us, we need you. Don't fade back, point to
1: him. Young, learn, watch, be patient. It's about him, not about you. The only awe we should have in our life, the only thing that should
0: enchant our hearts is the creator, not his creation. And when we are worshiping our creator, isn't his creation glorious? Aren't relationships awesome? Isn't his church unstoppable? Aren't ding-dongs good? Yes, they're good. All right, aren't Harley-Davidson's awesome? Mm, Crotch Rockets. I would say Dallas Cowboys, but Carl would agree. (laughs) Bring on tomorrow and all it will bring. Bring it on. Bring on tomorrow and all it will bring. I will respond from a secure identity. Whatever tomorrow brings, I'm going to respond from a secure identity. I will trust my king I will be obedient to his calling, though sometimes that's hard, isn't it? I'll be obedient to his calling. I'll be willing. I will respond to whatever comes my way by worshiping my king. So tomorrow, when cancer is our report, I will respond by worshiping my king. Believing my true identity, not the aliases the world has told me. I will trust that God has got this good. He will be glorified in this. When I'm in my statistics class freaking out, worship your king. Because I don't know what else you can do. (laughs) What a simple and powerful message today, isn't it? To be renewed isn't an external thing. It's an internal thing. But it does drive our external pace of life. So find your hammock this week. And be renewed. As you are in awe of your king. Psalms 118 verse 3. Let the house of Aaron say his steadfast love endures forever. His love never fails. If you feel alone this week, you can know his love never fails. So my hope is that this week, as we all engage in house churches. That was a sales pitch to get in house church. You really should be in house church. Everyone. As we engage in our house churches, you can ask these two simple questions. What are some truths about God and his character that I can cling to? And what are some characteristics of Jesus as I read and I study about this person in the Bible? How did he live his life? And how do I model my life after him? Because the world is fleeting, and everything in the world is fleeting. God and His word remains true. We will be renewed as He renews us as we reflect His glory. We model His character. He makes us more like Him every single day. What a powerful message, church. Let me pray for us. We're done. If you would, Just close your Bibles, close your notes, and, and I, this is what I love about His Spirit and God. He speaks to every single one of us individually. He knows exactly where you're at. And so when you're in this place, though there's many of us, He still longs for an intimate relationship with you, a one-on-one communication with you. He can renew you. Right now, would you focus on Him? If you're comfortable with it, I ask you to hold your hands out in front of you and just, just with your palms open in a submissive state, just saying, God, I hold on to nothing. And I give you everything. I receive what you want to show me. My heart, my mind is still before you in this moment. Speak to me, God, because what I'm going through, how tired I feel, I need to be renewed. I've been believing aliases that have been spoken over me that are false. Show me in this moment that I'm a child of you. And I would say if there's anyone in this room that has never come to a moment where you realize that life is more than you, that you realize that you're in desperate need of a Savior, that in this moment, you would just call out to God, maybe for the first time, just saying, God, I'm tired of living life on my own terms and for me. It's not working. It's just separating me from you. So God, please, I I, I ask you to forgive me of that. I desire this year, whether it's a school year or work year, wherever we're at right now, I desire to start fresh right now and have your mercies renewed. And so God, please forgive me and I give you control of my life today. Please direct my steps Let it be about you and not about me. God, take control of my life. Others of us, we've gotten distracted. Maybe because the speed of life. Maybe because we've had good intentions, but we haven't been intentional. whole host of reasons why but bottom line is we've just been distracted this morning God is saying would you renew yourself in me that looks like being still and focusing on me nothing else not the circumstances not anything in creation but me my face lock eyes with me my my child and as we do that I pray that even as we move into worship that that would be the source of your worship Looking at the face of your king as he says, stay focused on me in the chaos of life and I will renew you. I will give you purpose. I will give you hope. I will pluck you from that place that you don't know how you're going to make it from. Stay focused on me, child. It's all good. I'm all powerful. I am your king. And as we focus on him today in that manner, watch out because our worship is going to be sick. Awesome. awe." wonderful because we're realizing it's about him and not about us.